You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Florence is a mobile game that captures the power of touch. By Julie Munsey. Florence is a romance you unravel with your fingertips. Based on the first love of its titular character, the mobile game takes the most classic of coming-of-age tales and does something special. Using the touchscreen interface, it guides players through all the waxing and waning of Florence Yeo's relationship, falling in love, learning about her creativity, understanding where she wants to be. As they navigate the experience, the latest from Ken Wong, the designer of Monument Valley, and his team at Mountains, the game focuses in on the role that touch, tactility itself, plays in memory and growth. Florence is a story about holding things in your hands and about letting them go. For instance, on Florence's first date, she has trouble talking. In the game, rendered in an art style like a sketch comic book, this is represented as a puzzle. Arrange the colored pieces inside Florence's speech bubble and she talks, the conversation flowing along. At first, these puzzles are more complex, slower, with five or six pieces then four, then three, then two, and down to one, as Florence and her date grow more in sync, conversation growing faster and more fulfilling. The touch play here serves two purposes. It keeps the player engaged in the story, yes, but it also centers touch itself, bringing the body, the movement of the player's fingers and hands, into the experience, connecting touch with the game's emotional tenor. With your own hands, you make this story happen. You open boxes and help Florence's boyfriend unpack when he moves in. You brush Florence's teeth. You share food. With gestures and taps, you interact with the world the way Florence does, with your own two hands. This is special, in the context of a story like this, because it mimics the emotional trajectory of experiencing a sentimental moment and then recalling it later placing the player as a sort of storyteller alongside Florence. You remember touching the photograph, eating the food, doing that busy work at Florence's job. It lives in your fingertips, driven into muscle memory, the same as it is for her. The rise of the touchscreen has made me touching and gesturing frequently feel devoid of context. 
They're natural, a means of getting from one digital point to another. No more interesting than pressing a button, really. But Florence is a reminder of the power of touch as expression itself, taking something into your hands, feeling someone's touch against yours, picking up that photograph of you and someone you lost and holding it, just for a second, before putting it back down. These moments are special, and they take on a unique resonance for being tactile. Florence draws a substantial amount of power from remembering that. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.